Ah, guys, you know, which other podcast is, is out here doing these things, you know, getting you guests from across the continent. You know what I mean? We're touching all sectors of SADC. And uh, today we've got probably one of, one, one of the biggest, one of the biggest uh, stars from not only the region, but Namibia in particular. Um, actually, Daniel, funny enough, you know, you know, used to put me onto her music way back in the day. Lady Kuda. Lady Lady K was was uh, very big. She was like, "Yo, Phil, why aren't you blogging about lioness? She's killing the game out in Namibia, man. Stop hating." And I started checking out her work. You, you should know, lioness, that uh, Lady Lady K is a is a, a, a well loved correspondent for this podcast. I know her. I love her. <laughs> no, she she she, she was she was, on, she was on my case back in the day. So uh, many 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 years ago, um, I actually got put onto a, a lot of the the scene in Namibia through 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 the people that she told me to check out. So shout out to her. Obviously shout out to you. And now we find ourselves here today. Um, you just dropped a, a new project where you were. Kind of, would we say kind enough or yeah. lucky enough? What's, what's the right adjective to use to say that she linked up with Tammy Dan? What, what would we say? <laughs> she, she was she was wise enough. I, I, first of all, to, to I see the feel like Less? you see, Phil, you were you were you were Less about enough? to introduce her, and then you got distracted by Lady K having been the one who introduced Lady you. Lady K, she doesn't so even actually when she's not here. Even when she's not here, no, you're not. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> we, we, we are joined today. Um, well. By, by a, a very acclaimed and successful artist in the Namibian music scene, none other than Latoya Mwambola. Did I say that right? You tried. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's Latoya <laughs> Lucille yes. Mwambola. Uh-huh. Oh, spot on. <laughs> Wait, that's how I, said I was it. practicing before we started, you see. <laughs> Better yes, known by her stage me. name, Lioness. <laughs> Yes, that is um, some Zimbabweans may be familiar with her music, um, but you will probably be more familiar. Just yesterday, I think at the point of recording, yeah. is when the yeah. video for her single with Tammy Moyer dropped. Mm, uh, bring yeah. him over. A steamy, mm. a steamy affair. Mm, season three <laughs> of Game steamy? of Thrones. I got a lot of, is it steamy? I got a lot of like suggestive, you know, Illuminati texts. And I was like, guys, I don't even know what the Illuminati is. I don't have no knowledge of that. So I'm happy that the first thing that you guys, you know, didn't lean towards was suggestive of something because it's no, not. You see, you see Linus here in, uh, in Zimbabwe, we are a very conservative nation. My <laughs> eyes were bleeding when I saw your clavicle and then your knees. Oh my gosh. You showed us your knees. That's just horrible. I mean, you know, women of today. Frankly, I you know anything, anything above the ankle. Take a look at this. You know, what I mean, anything above the ankle. What are we doing? As a, where are we going as a continent? If oh, it's geez. just those are not our values, you know. Yeah, it's okay, just. Oh. <laughs> okay, we probably don't know each other well enough for you to know we're just joking. Okay, so just in case. No, it's fine. I I can pick up Ben, so don't worry. I, I I'm good. <laughs> Great, absolutely. And um, Lioness, of course, is uh, promoting Dance d- dance and Dance, her latest EP that has just come out. Mm-hmm. We're very excited that we get to chat to you. We're excited, as Phil said, that you had the, the wherewithal to include Nat- Tammy Moyo on your album. We love Tammy over here, big friend of the podcast and a mm-hmm. fave here in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. chuffed that you guys had a collaboration. But, yeah. I mean, there's obviously so much to talk about, but we want to keep mm-hmm. this, you know, Nice, a nice introduction to our audience. Mm. So I think we, there's no need for us to go. When did you start uh, as a as a four year old? What were your musical leanings? 
in school. Did you study? You know, we don't we don't need to go. You know, that how route. do you balance being a mother and a rapper? Wow. <laughs> being a woman and also a doctor. You know, we have to, it's, it's going to be tough for us. But um, I think, I think a great place to start is just to give us a little bit of an overall understanding of the rap scene in Namibia. What's, what's mm. hip hop and rap like as someone who is, uh, um, you know, making her own mark on it. Mm. Paint a picture you know, the us. thing is, <laughs> the thing is that, uh, you know, I think rap music suffers a lot in Africa, you know, and um, I think that Namibia isn't a stranger to that, you know, pressure because uh, it's not a predominant genre here. Um, as it isn't a pre- predominant genre anywhere else right now, I think, you know, that's my personal observation. So the guys are trying, the cats are trying, they're really, really, you know, trying to put out music. There are a few artists that I think that are quite prominent and, you know, great and doing their thing, but um, yeah, there's just too much pressure from other genres. Um, it's not a popular genre here at all. Um, but there is a culture and, you know, all the people that are involved in the culture, keeping it alive with ciphers, with, um, you know, shows, but it, it, it's suffering. It is suffering. I don't know how it is in Zimbabwe if, you know, it's it's also one of those genres that are not doing so well at the moment. And what I mean by not so well, and I hope that people don't get me wrong, is just that it's just not one of those predominant genres that people will go out and pay, music, uh, you know, their 50 bucks for and have a filled stadium. Mm. Um, you know, it would rather be a different, like I'm um, a piano or you know, uh, elements of uh, gom or, you know, what is Afrobeats? Yeah. So for me, luckily, I think I started very early introducing elements of other genres in my, you know, style of rap. So I don't know if I'm lucky or that's a scapegoat or I'm cheating on hip hop, but I feel like I'm just, I'm keeping it alive in different ways. Um, And I see that, you know, maybe other artists are, are starting to do the same thing. What, what what is the what's the predominant genre in Namibia? It is okay. So you know we like all the other Southern African countries um, really love uh, I'm a piano because that's what's popping right now. So I see that a lot of artists here are doing a sound similar to that. And it isn't our own genre. I mean we have so many different you know. <laughs> sub specialities of music in a sense. So we don't really have a sound to say this is a Namibian sound. We have languages. And so they decide that they're going to, you know, translate that onto, you know, the Amapiano tracks or the Gum tracks, but there isn't really like a Namibian sound that, you know, a South African can pick up if that makes sense. Because yeah. our languages are really so, so um, native to us. Like we have, it's not, we're such a small country. Um, so it, it's, I, I want to say I'm a piano, really. I know maybe, you know, the fans are going to be upset about that, but that is really what it is. Like people are making that type of music here and that's just what it is. Mm. Mm. Look, it is what it is. We, 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 <laughs> we have a similar, yeah, we got a similar situation. Obviously there's people that, that enjoy hip hop here and that they love it and they're, you know, they're feeling it and all of that. But, mm-hmm. um, every time there seems to be like, you know, you almost seem like you're on the cusp 
of breaking. Like mm-hmm. it's almost there. It's almost there. And then it just, do- it just doesn't seem to cross over into the mainstream. Mm. Um, what do you think is the issue? Sorry. I don't want to interview you, <laughs> but <laughs> I really want to hear because you guys do have knowledge of new music and, and it's good to hear from the people who are constantly exposed, you know, to these things. First time someone's asked me my opinion <laughs> in an interview. It's just, <gasps> I'm so unprepared. Oh my God. Okay. So, um, I don't know what to do. Um, no, um, Start then, and then I'll I'll point out where you're wrong. Okay. Um, we we I mean we, we you know we've got um, we've got our our theories. So mm. first of all, not everything can be can be popular, you know, all the time. Every mm. you know things depending on so many different factors. It could be what the general zeitgeist is. Um, what mm-hmm. the, the general public are consuming, what, you know, there's so many things that are, that are going to affect what is popular and what people are enjoying and all of that. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's, it's a given that hip hop should be popular in every country. Um, mm-hmm. first of all, second of all, um, the, Zimbabwe has a very strong dancehall culture and mm-hmm. it comes from, uh, there's, there's multiple places where it comes from, but uh, one of the things is that uh, quite relatively recently, only 30 something years ago, uh, Zimbabwe was obviously fighting for independence and dancehall mm-hmm. was strongly ingrained. Reggae and dancehall were ingrained in the fight for independence. In fact, Bob Marley mm-hmm. came to Zimbabwe as part of the independence celebrations. So there's, there's wow. dancehall is viewed as, as, you know, like the music of freedom, the music of the streets, the music of the kids. Um, so it's, it's kind of dominated just for that reason. And hip hop trying to overtake that seems to struggle. And then other people have viewpoints about whether hip hop is really relatable to a lot of people, which I have questions about because Mm. people here love Lil Wayne and Jay-Z and 50 Cent and whatever. So, you know, obviously, Mm. obviously people love hip hop, but just connecting to the local hip hop artist. It's happened in flashes here and there, but not on a mainstream level. Yeah. I can say the same for, for Namibia. And I think I can say the same generally for African countries. Like you rarely hear an African, like a hip hop hit from, from Africa in a sense. So sometimes it's it, like you said, it happens in flashes. It just one time there's all oh, this track is fire. And one time the nasty seas are trending and then it's just silence. And it's so sad. It's mm. so sad. I don't know what we're missing. Mm. Phil. Um, well, first Dan point of correction, actually, Dan. Um, yes, Bob Molly was invited, but we could not afford him. And we also did not have enough equipment to, to, to have him perform. So he actually, at his own cost, shipped his equipment from London to Harare. And that ingratiated him. Um, with the Zimbabwean people. There's also a tear gassing incident at the Independence Day celebration. I'm not going to get into that. But um, I think you guys have touched on it pretty much. I, th- I think there is an element of, there's an old episode we did, one of our longest episodes ever with, with these hip hop stars. And they'd, they'd gone to America and they'd happened to be invited to be the Rough Riders um, offices and they played the music. And Dean Wah um, was like, you guys sound like you're trying to sound American. I can't sell this. Why don't you guys sound African? And I think that's one of the issues hip hop kind of struggles is because we invented call and response on the continent. 
be, like before the great diaspora, before slavery and all that. So there's elements of hip hop that are very much core mm-hmm. to the the music that we make, the call and response, the rap. Um, in Zimbabwe, we call it Madimikira, you know, onomatopoeia, that type of thing. That's how we speak. And that's, mm-hmm. and that obviously became what hip hop is. So it's like they took what was ours. They it obviously mm-hmm. got reworked because through slavery and American culture and so forth. And then they created their form of art. And then we then, that was really a derivative form of art. And then we further derived it by taking it back. And we never, I think when we have found a way to make it our own, similar to what Afrobeats has done, similar to what um, Kwaito has done, similar to what mm-hmm. Bongo Flavor has done. It's, it, it, it now has a sense of authenticity that immediately identifies with, with the Africans. Um, and I think one of the, one of the things that I realized when I was running the blog back in the day is I would get hip hop submissions from across the continent. I, I, I could, I only speak like three languages and I barely speak those. Mm-hmm. But if I got a song mm-hmm. from wherever it was and I could, I could, I could, I could identify the flow. I could identify what they were saying. I could identify the, the cadence. And that's what's really powerful. It's like Salif Keita. No one knows what he's saying outside of the people in Mali, but we identify with it. And I think kids today are somewhat struggling with it. I do feel um, as bad as things are in Zim economically, for example, the Zim hip hop scene mm. is probably at its best ever because you have so much talent. Every week, there's literally a new act popping off who's extremely popular. And when you go out to these clubs and these venues, yes, things could be better, but they're resonating. So, and I think they figured out how to take popular mm-hmm. sounds and then flip them. And I think you're doing the same thing because mm-hmm. even with this, like I would yeah. say the, this project is very, it's, it's almost very popish. You know what I mean? Um, Mm-hmm. I, I never, yeah. I never like would have imagined, flavor, I never would have imagined hearing you with Faust the bad guy, you know what I mean? And it's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's a totally different sound. So I think it's just, yeah. we're in our infancy across the board. We just don't have the luxury and we don't have the capital investment to figure things out at the rate where kids figure things out overseas in, in Sweden. They taught, they taught mm-hmm. how to read and write music from primary school. That's why there's so many great Swedish artists. And they'll tell you, like, we figured out the code when we were in high school. We just write simple melodies. We come over to America. We put those basic words in between those melodies. We make a hit. The hip hop in America, mm-hmm. you can literally go from dead broke on the corner to holding a stack in a week mm-hmm. if you got the right song. Overnight. Here we don't have that luxury. Even sometimes it's overnight. Exactly, like here, here we don't have that luxury. So sad. It's (laughs) man. I think you know it's it's really tough because it's like yeah, it's it's hard to say the true things like hip hop. You know, some people argue that you know, like you said, hip hop maybe started here. Maybe started the origin of hip hop. People are so so confused about that. But I think that for me, at least, what I decided to do is use what I have available to me, which is what sound is you know popular and how you can translate your 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 um your talent and onto those things. Like I also never enjoyed you know 
like rapping on an Afrobeat song. I was like, that's very foreign to me. I was like, have I lost my true sense of being a hip hop artist? But at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I still make rap songs, like really, really rap, rap, rap songs, <laughs> rapidly rap songs. Um, but I just, I'm at a point where I think it's really about the artistry and, 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 and about making money. <laughs> Sorry guys. And the love for <laughs> yeah. the art thereof, but really it's about the monetizing. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna now we have come to the crux of the matter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's about monetizing for me. And it's also just yeah. about using it smartly. I think that so many artists are talented. You might, you know, have a Zimbabwean artist rapping on a pop song and it pops off, but he's still rapping and, and they shouldn't feel afraid to let go of that, you know, sort of like attachment to, to, to hip hop. You can still do it. It's just, I think it just depends, man. You know, music is so, it's so volatile. One day it's like, yay, this. And then the other day it's like, people are not listening to that no more. And especially the consumption of music is like, oh man, so sad. Mm, but yeah, ultimately I think we Outside of South Africa, but even in South Africa, it's the same thing where we, we, we call it being, being popular, but broke. And it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mm. universal thing where, where there's no systems in place to support artists and legitimately support artists, where there's no systems in place to reward artists for success. When you come from a country, I think last time I checked, maybe it's about 1 million, slightly more now. No, population. we're 2.5. Oh, I'm look at, I'm that's an old census, but yeah, 2.5 million. That's the population of <laughs> half of half of Harare. You know what I mean? And you guys are so spread out. So realistically, Scary. like, how mm-hmm. do you, how do you even plan a tour? You know what I mean? When you've got to drive across the mm-hmm. desert, how do you reach out to radio stations? And as exactly. you said, there are, there are going to exactly. be like local radio stations where they only speak a specific language and they, they culturally, they tapped into a specific sound. So anything that you say or do mm-hmm. is going to sound far to them because they're like, wait, what? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's things mm-hmm. like that that are really, really difficult. And I think we're all trying to figure out how do we solve for that? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think one of the best ways to solve for that is with you, like dope music is dope music. Um, and I think hip hop's greatest asset is also one of its biggest liabilities in Africa, particularly is because when the art form is so reliant on what you're saying, if the majority of the people don't understand and can't really interpret what you're saying, that means you've got to rely more heavily on the beat and the melody and relying on the beat and the melody is pop music. So everyone is now basically reducing to the mean, which is making pop music, which is, I'm not sad about it. I'm not angry about it. I, I just, I think it is what it is. Like it's really mm. difficult for, for like Sako Dia. Sako Dia could be rapping his ass off. Triple entendres. I can't name one of them because he's in Twee. <laughs> uh, we should, we should make a drinking game on how many times we're going to say it is what it is. It is what it is. But taking a shot right I, now. I foresee... I foresee, I, I do see a solution to it and, it's, uh, and, and I'm glad to see that you're doing it, Linus, and I'm, I'm glad to see more and more hip hop artists are doing it. Um, the collaboration has traditionally been, and that's been the forte of hip hop, you know what I mean? Featuring. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's, it's a great way for 
uh, for example, you know, Namibia and Zim to connect like that, because now you have uh, two different uh, artists there or Namibia and Nigeria to connect um, yeah. um, together with files. But like, I mean, you know, that's, that's one of the ways that you can try Cause if it's a dope song and you've got two artists on there, one is rapping in, uh, or they're both rapping in different languages, you know, that you're going to have two people that find their part in the song and as, as well, hopefully the melody and the beat also connect, but mm-hmm. let's, let's not go too far down there depressing discussions of everything that's wrong. Let's talk about everything that's right. Mm. Yes. Let's talk about everything that's right. It's so mm-hmm. uh, obviously for two guys from Zimbabwe to have heard of you all the way from Namibia, you've done some, you've done some things, right? You've, you've uh, you. made some achievements. In fact, um, preparing for this interview, I noticed that, well, for one thing, I think you are, uh, you were called to Coke studio. Um, yeah. I would love to know, like, not just from Namibia, but even from outside Namibia, uh, what is, what's some of the attention that you've received? Who's paid attention and has that opened doorways for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that the, the start of everything or like, you know, the moment where everything took a whole 360 was when I went to cook studio, like you said correctly, um, because that was like the hub back in i i don't know how popular it is right now actually but that was when you went to cook studio it was like you were the chosen one and me being you know from namibia and being a woman african woman at that time was like it was just so like you know life-changing really so um you know, obviously from there, you know, I worked with Mr. Easy quite closely, you know, with Diplo as well. And slowly and surely, like his audience, you know, started looking out at my music. And then I see that my statistics, you know, in Nigeria are popping. And then it's, you know, files into like um, it's a files um, feature. And then it's, you know, in America, there's some people that are messaging me that I can't disclose now. Ugh. But um, I, that Kendrick I, feature is coming, you know. Mm. <laughs> I wish no that's that's that would be lovely but I, I'm no I'm not ready to die like that <laughs> ever even speaking to him will be like no but um I'm really just happy that um you know coming from such a small country that people are listening why would you even say something like that that's rude that's so harsh <laughs> You know, I re- I must apologize Indeed, for my code. My it's, dear. It's, it's, it's disgusting. You know? I'm putting it out in you the know? universe that yeah. there's going to be a Lioness and Kendrick collaboration. <laughs> when it happens in the future, please remember Danny from Zimbabwe mm. who, who made it happen. And you thought he was being rude, but he was really just... Okay, you know, if you manifested, I accept it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I accept that manifestation. But honestly, I think some things are just realistic. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. You know, I don't want to be wrapped to death. But anyway, so, um, yeah, just to answer your question, I think it's just a privilege. I can work my ass off, you know. Sorry for the vulgar word, but I really, really work my ass off. And I know that other artists, too. And it's just about perseverance. Like, I would I will DM whoever and be like, look, listen to my music. And still, I think the secret to my, you know, growing success is that I, I work like I'm still an upcoming artist. And I am still an upcoming artist. And until I'm able to be, you know, a household name, you know, you guys know me now. So I'm like, okay, at least I'm doing something right. 
you know, and then another, you know, South African hub would be like, oh, we're really interested in, and it's just, it's, it's, it's growing. It's really growing. And I'm really grateful that, you know, my work ethic takes me to where, I, you know, where I want to be. Hmm. Um, you have a musical, at least immediate family. Your sister is a producer, right? Yeah. She's a producer. Her name is Gina Jeans. Gina Jeans. Mm-hmm. Has that opened up some doorways for you as well? You better. You know, funny enough. No. So my sister does it. She, she does a techno, Afro techno. I don't even know if that's it. I'm, not, I'm sure it is. Afro techno, like techno type. Of, so mm. we are on totally two different like altitudes. Mm. And funny enough, we don't really work together like that. Um, but, you know, it's a mention here and it's a mention there, but it's not like, she feeds of my success or I feed of her success. Like we're two totally different artists. So I wish, but um, I think we're just in two different um, spheres of music right now. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm actually, good. I'm actually going to check out. I, I, I just signed some Afrotech act. So this is, this is serendipitous. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should check her out. She's really dope. She's really, really dope. She's my sister, but like, I'm, I mean, I'm a hard critic on myself, but I know that she's really dope. You should check out Gina how, Jeans. How do hey, I spell? Gina. How do I spell the name? Uh, G-I-N-A Jeans with a Z. Obviously, Philip, there's nothing oh. spelled with an S in, in Africa. It is what it is. Do you ah. know her, Danny? I that do not. That was so spot on. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm just, you know, you know, some people call me the most prepared man in interviews. It's really just, it's just paying attention to what's going on and, and really caring about the person that we're interviewing. That's what it's about. Mm, and if there's anything that I've learned, it's, it's that you need to immerse yourself in the culture, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm this is coming, this is coming a week after an interview where Dan could not name one song of the artist's album. So I just named English. a song just wrongly. <laughs> Yo, that's even, I don't even, that, that's worse, bro. <laughs> but it wasn't like that. <laughs> anyway, right. something, it's my something, something. That leave bygones to be bygones, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see, Philip, can we focus, please? Yeah. In fact, we have to cut this part out. Um, no, we're not. We're leaving this part in. But yes, we need, let's get back to the music. Um, I think yeah. Dan and I are definitely planning. Um, a static tour so we want to we want to save some of the best bits for our long form because we, we definitely want nice. to do a long form interview with you i think you've, you've had a career that's long and story mm-hmm. enough to to have that um but we certainly mm-hmm. also wanted to to bring light to your your ep funny enough before we even knew we had this interview we already played um two of the songs um on, on our podcast yeah. so yeah, we'll be hitting you in the dms for for our paycheck but um but nevertheless <laughs> and evermore um, let's talk about this new project. Um, you mentioned working with Mr. Easy. I noticed that this is being distributed by, by his outfit. Um, can you, can you work us through like why you decided to start working with Easy on this project? And if that also, um, had any influence on the creative direction when you went into making this. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I am not a, a signed artist. I am not a signed artist of, um, 
and power, mm-hmm. but um, I had just used them previously for the distribution of my album, um, my second studio album. Um, I'm an independent artist and I was just looking for the response actually back then with that second studio album was really good. I found that, you know, people in very strange places were were playing my music and I was like, okay, well, you know, let's try again. I think that the distribution is really, really good. And they are looking for, you know, artists, you know, that want their music distributed by them. So um, he had no influence at all. I think he heard the the EP for the first time, like a month before um, it got distributed. So he had no say in anything. I wish I, you know, got a feature for him, but he was like, that's my fee. And I was like, bro, nah. (laughs) Um, So we are friends, uh, we're cordial, but it was strictly business. And this was strictly, um, you know, executively produced by myself. South. Um, and I worked with, with with producers from here back home. So it was solely, solely like a project that had no influence by Empower, except mm. that they're distributing the EP. Nice. Um, and I've been happy with the results so far. They, they, I mean, they're doing their thing, man. They really, really are. They reach is crazy, you know, at a point like all upcoming artists were like hungry for that Empower like feature on their page. And I think what they're doing is so, so important because it's like one of the I think biggest, um, or, you know, or yet to be one of the biggest um, distributing or, you know, labels in Africa that is that is headed by an artist. Um, you know, they obviously like, for example, Universal Music Group has like sister groups here, but Empower is strictly, strictly African. And I, I'm just so proud. I'm, I'm so proud to be part of that. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting because I'm trying to think. Hmm. In Zim, we had a couple of Zim artists who, who obviously were part of Empower, um, but it didn't seem to go mainstream that much here. Um, mm. Donnell, okay, probably went mainstream probably a lot because of Empower. No, but anyway. And Union 5? Union yeah. 5? Yeah, it was Union, Union 5. five. Yeah. Um, he's, mm. he's now known as, um, oh my goodness, why has this name escaped my mind? Mm-mm, Danny with the ad lips. Philip, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh my come goodness! Come on, Dan! Come on! Come on! It's 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 the name of a pronoun. Come on! Come on! Come on! He dropped he dropped oh a video. God, he no. dropped a video like six months back. Come on! I am aware that he dropped a video. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing Dan squirm. I love it. <laughs> Say the name of a pronoun. Him, his. Ooh. I don't even want to call him. Son, Dan, son. Son. There we go. Son. He has an S-U-A-T. Yeah. So uh, he was one of the empower artists. We actually had a boot camp together. He's dope, right? I'm a a huge fan. He's extremely dope, man. Please please forgive me for forgetting your name for a second. It's just, you know, it's just, there's, there's just so much lioness in my mind right now that, you know, it pushed out. You see, so anyway, something else that was really fascinating about you is you got a lot of attention internationally during the pandemic because, mm-hmm. you know, of practicing both medicine and music. Mm. Yeah. That is fascinating. So, so you were, yeah. you were rapping because I mean, like there were so many articles like in BBC and Al Jazeera mm. and it's like the rapping doctor who's saving lives and entertaining at the same time. But I think that must've been really intense. What was that whole, what was the whole time? Like, were you on the front lines? Were you saving lives? 
I actually was. So um, I was fresh out of being an intern uh, and just um, I like got qualified that time and then boom, the pandemic came and I was like, okay, this is quite strange as a new doctor, you know, mm. I'm sure it was very strange for, for other doctors when they first heard about, you know, other illnesses like TB, for example. Um, so I was on the front line. Um, Namibia was hit quite hard, like I say, a small population, you know, people weren't really responsible. So we were working our butts off. Um, and um, I don't know, it was so strange that, that you know, BBC were like, oh, you're a doctor and you're up rapper tell us about that and i was like oh okay and then you know we had an interview it was great i had a second interview with bbc and then al jazeera came so i I was i was also you know really taken aback like okay wow people are paying attention to little old me okay let me let me see what i can do with it and so i think that um i got a lot of feedback you know but people was inspired how do you do it and i just said it's perseverance man it's just really just working towards what you want and, and not having uh setting boundaries or you know with telling yourself that you can't do it etc but it was quite interesting I, w- I was really grateful for that because you know artists were really suffering we were really really suffering no shows nothing shows cancelled and it was just good to you know sort of still be relevant in a sense um in that time mm, i hope you looked after yourself during that time as well queen because we it was rough for us but i can't imagine for the healthcare what geez louise you guys shout out to y'all yeah, so no, it's mm, it's a forgotten story we don't even want to talk about it we don't even talk about it the time that it really hit and people were dying we don't talk about that it's just so traumatic man. dan's an anti-vaxxer yeah that's not true can't joke about such things, Philip. Phil, Phil is vaccinated enough for half the population of Zimbabwe. So, you know. Oops. And how many times have I caught COVID, Dan? How many times Are have I caught COVID? That... <laughs> Phil, you had COVID the other time. I did not. I know. I was run down. I, it was, I was burnt Phil, out. Was My doctor said I was burnt out. Okay. Philip, that was COVID. No. Come on. Let's be realistic. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Even if it was only out of two days, it's fine. My Technically, I've never tested positive for COVID. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere. Anyway, let's get back to the music. Dan, let's get yes, back to so the back music. To the, so, so, um, okay, go ahead, Phil. I was going to say, uh, yeah, so you've dropped, um, officially it's what, two singles off the CP now? Was it three? Um, uh, in terms of video or the EP itself? Oh, oh no, just, 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 just singles. Is, um, it's available everywhere. Well, I mean like the, the stuff you'd push for like radio play, um, and stuff like that because. Oh yeah. yeah. Singles, just one. Ah. Yeah. No, that was just one. That was with, with files. Yeah. That was the one single that dropped. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I mean, now as of yesterday, I think it's, you know. Yeah, I, I think no. I, I think that video um, is definitely okay. That was just—it's just a video. But I, I would say that th- that video, from a cinematography standpoint, outside of the song, that's just that's going to generate a great deal of interest. I was really impressed with the makeup, the costume design. Like I said, season three of Game of Thrones, like it really <laughs> reminded me of that, and I was like, "Wow, this is really well executed. This is dope." Um, thank you, thank you. So. Based on that, um, 
what, what what would you count as a win? Because you also mentioned like you're kind of experimenting with a, mm. with a slightly different sound this time. Yeah, I mean, you know, just getting visibility and getting a new audience, that for me is is important because I don't need to, you know, I don't need to win an award. I mean, of course, I would love to win an award. I don't need to win an award. What I want and what I'm focusing on right now in my artistry is gaining the audience because that is what we suffer with, um, I think, as African artists, just that visibility. And, you know, if, you know, as Zimbabwean in Morocco can be like, yo, that's my jam. And they play it to their friends in Morocco. And then a Moroccan in the UK is like, this is my jam. And they play it to their friends. And then, you know, it's just, I, I just want the audience that I want to, you know, chance to be like, I'm a Namibian artist. I've beat, you know, I've beaten the odds. And here's what I want to do. I want to be able to, you know, make good music and show, you know, the world that, that, no matter where you're really from, I know this is so cheesy that, you know, the possibilities are endless. That for me, just gaining an audience, a wider audience, that is what mm. I'm focusing on right now. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, something that I noticed with your music, obviously, uh, and it, it kind of goes back to what we we're discussing earlier about hip hop connecting with people is you, you obviously mix the languages that you rap in English and mm. Oshiwambo, Oshiwambo. Yes. Ooh, anyway. Yes. So uh, I'm curious to know, like, have you seen uh, um, greater response coming from either of the two? Which one do you see people seem to connect to more? Um, which one do you feel more comfortable rapping in? Mm, definitely English, because I, I didn't start off rapping in Oshiwambo and also my Oshiwambo isn't great. I must just be honest. Um, but I'm just, I'm still happy to be able to, <laughs> why, what <laughs> I'm honest, at least I'm being honest. Um, but I'm still happy to know, you know, throw it in it here and there. And people are like, Oh, what language is that? Oshiwambo always oh, a native to Namibia and still, you know, carrying that sort of element in it. So definitely English. Uh, yeah. But that's, that's what it is, man. We've we've had a debate here for a long time. Well, debate is, is the wrong word, but just discussions about should people rap more in, obviously you should rap in whatever you should rap in, but in terms of the response, um, if you, if you rap in, in, you know, more vernacular and widely spoken languages in your particular territory, is that more likely to connect to your audience? Whereas at the same time, if you're trying to export your art, you know, people from outside might not understand mm -hmm. it. So, you know, it's like pros and cons to both. And, uh, you know, and it's always a wonder, like, is it better in Zimbabwe? The dominant languages are Shona and Debele. So if you're from Zimbabwe, are you going to rap in Shona or Debele and then hopefully connect more to the local audience? But then someone from Namibia might struggle to understand what you're saying and vice versa. If you're rapping mm. in Oshiwambo and then we get your song and we're like, hmm, the bass line is nice. What is he saying? But at the same time... <laughs> You can be more authentic yeah. in whatever language you're comfortable with. Of course, you mentioned that English is, is the one that's more comfortable for you. What do you what's, what's your take on this thorny issue? Yeah, I think there isn't like a rule of thumb. And I think that African artists need to stop 
Because I have had, you know, so many discussions about this, um, especially with people that I was pitching my music to. They're like, you should rap in Oshiwambo. And I was like, okay, but you don't even know. Like, you've never even ever heard Oshiwambo. And like, it's not, it's not like Swahili. You know what I mean? Where, you know, other countries, you know, apart from Kenya speak Swahili. It's just, it's, it's weird. So, um, I was like, okay, I will bring elements in, but I'm not going to feel pressured as an artist to rap in Oshiwambo just because I'm African. I must bring that African element because I'm going to, it hasn't, for me, honestly, personally, I don't really know many artists from home that have crossed over the white, the red line. And it was like, yeah, everybody's, you know, singing Oshiwambo. Like it, it doesn't happen. Um, so I think that I, artists need to stop putting pressure on themselves. If you don't, if you can't rap in Shona, don't do it. Like it's fine. Rap in English, see what, you know, what that's, that's, that's at your discretion. And if you, you're rapping in Shona, you're killing it. We loving it. That's fine. But I think that music will connect to the audience whatever however you sometimes you don't even need to sing sometimes you can hum sometimes you can you know like you can hear the afrobeat songs like rema he goes do 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 and everyone connects to that so i think it's just like music will connect if it will connect guys don't put pressure on yourselves to be rapping in shona or in your language if that's what you want to do do it if you don't if you're not comfortable don't do it, but it's, there's no algorithm. It's not like you're going to, you know, attract more if you rap in Shona. It's great, you know, because the diaspora exists, but if you're in Namibian and there isn't really a diaspora, what, what are you going to do? You're not going to force yourself, you know what I mean? So that's my take on it. Don't put pressure on yourself as an artist to 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 do that. It's too much pressure. Well Wise said. words. Well, well said. Wise words. You know, Dan, Thank you. It's very rare we, we have an interview and, you know, we feel that the guest is as smart as we are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's at least almost <laughs> as smart as we are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, it's... my God. You guys caught me off a bad time. I was speaking baby with my daughter. So mm. next time, hopefully there's a next time you guys are going to, I'll be in better shape. No, no, this no, was no, great. No. This was a great conversation. Great. You know, I, I was actually thinking then actually, yeah, we're going to have to make this a standalone episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. Cause we, we were thinking to make it part of the main podcast, but I think it, it works as a standalone. Mm. Um, Lioness. Yes. Apart from what you saw with Tammy and, and, uh, and union five has any Zimbabwean music reached your ears? Slick Artie, he's actually a Zimbabwean and he lives here. That's uh, my guy. Who else? Um, Jack Fraser. Oh, yeah, word. Mm. Yeah, I, he was here. He was here. Yeah. yeah, he was here. He performed here. He was lovely, amazing. Mm. Um, I don't know if Nadia Nakai counts. Yeah, yeah, that's our girl. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she, yeah, she's the so family, she's Zimbabwe, but she's like, how, she's like, you know, she's... she's yeah, she's, I don't know to yeah. what extent she, you know, reps Zim like that, but I know that she's from there, right? Yeah. Her mom is from here. We'll yeah. say that much. Oh, okay. So it's like, a, okay, but still, I think it counts. Let me not even start. No, nothing. It does count. So yeah. Maria Nakai, she is originally from there. Well, um, yeah, I think that they, yeah, that's, that's basically it, I think. 
<laughs> Can you guys name someone who's like popping there? Oh, Kiki Badass, that's my girl. Let me not hey. even go there. Ah, uh, no, Chris, Chris is fam. Chris is fam. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. no, we have a song together actually on her on her bloodline. Her, yes, uh, I remember her, that her, one. Her, yeah, we have a song together. So that's my girl. Oh, I was. Oh, she was gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even gonna find that funny. Um, but yeah, I do. Yeah, they. We 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 hear some Zimbabwean artists here. It's really mm. not far, and I mean we're so close to each other. Yeah, you know we're reaching out. Have you seen that meme? Um, it's um, <laughs> you, you know that famous painting of God and Adam reaching out across the divide to touch fingers, mm. and then someone like mm-hmm. you know superimposes it with Zimbabwe and Namibia because we're literally like reaching out, just tip touch, just yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, yeah. No, these yo, are what yo. the collaborations are for. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's that's great, that's man. Dope. We're looking forward to it, and obviously, um, you, you will send you uh, your team this interview once it's up. But once again, um, we'll also send you some links to some of the, the dope new acts that we we think are popping off, and obviously, we'll we'll put our audience onto your music on the playlist. Head on over to tubeoptimus.com forward slash playlists to to check out Lioness on our playlist, yeah. and of course, check out her new EP as well. Um, and I think on that note, yeah, why don't you go ahead and plug where people can get hold of you? What's the best way people can find your music and find you on the socials? Yeah, I'm on all the streaming platforms, or at least I think I am. Uh, <laughs> but you guys can find me on Lioness Nam everywhere Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, very distantly TikTok. I'm not getting that. I don't know what's going on, but I, just, I don't mm. get it for myself. I watch other people there, but Lioness them everywhere. You can find my visuals on YouTube. I'm everywhere, guys. I um, really, really appreciate all the support anyways. Slowly, brick by brick, we're getting there. Nice. No, well, congratulations on your new EP launch. It's called Dance and Dance. Go check it out. Of course, stream the collaboration with Tammy Moyo so that we make more and more collaborations happen. But you can also listen to other songs and stuff. That's cool. Mm, mm. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Doug, before you go. So um, while you're here, I've got this like a growth on my back and I, I'm just really worried about it. So like, do you mind like just doing like a quick consultation? Mm, <laughs> I need to hear that money speak. <laughs> I'm just I'm <laughs> The rapping dog, like, yo, imagine like, imagine like beef as a doctor and a rapper. Mm. I'll cut you open like a scalpel. Mm. I ain't even seen your brain. <laughs> With a scalpel. Mm. I mean, I'll kill you and I'll heal you. What you got? I mean, come on, like. <laughs> Guys, I wish, I wish, I wish. You can have, you can have those for free. Yeah, I mean, just you know, I mean, just, just you know, I mean, because it's our community service. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you so much for putting up with us, and thank you for sharing part of your story. When we get a chance to come through to Namibia, or if you're ever in our neck of the woods, we would love to have a full episode where we get to hear your full full journey, where you started, how you did the music thing, and uh, yeah. But for now. We are very excited to introduce you to our audience. Um, we will, we've already played, we already played the Tammy song. Um, I will, we'll just have to, okay, you know what? Actually, yeah. Outside of um, Tam, Tammy's song and Linyeye, uh, which other song should we play? Mm-hmm. Linyeye, sorry. 
Because we've played both of those mm, already. Say the full thing. Say the full thing. Linyenga. So I said Linyenga. Oh, wow. Dan is killing it. Yeah. I, said, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the network is saying. I said Linyenga. Like, do, so, do, so, I'll tell you. I'll even show you right now. Because the, the version I was sent had no metadata. Do you know I downloaded it and added all the metadata to the song before I put it in my library? So I know it well. Oh. Oh. Piracy, you know. It's just, oh, thank you. How is it piracy if they send <laughs> so me the song, Dan? How am I going to put it in the DJ sets? I and then he uploaded it to LimeWire. It's just <laughs> disgusting, really. These people, you know. So. Thank you. Um, you guys can play Risky featuring uh, Jay Derby from Ghana. He's also an empower. He was a. He's an empower artist. So, yeah, that's oh, one nice. of my. I, I think that's one of my favorite songs of the EP. Dope, dope. So we'll, we'll play out with that. And um, oh, last thing: where can people get hold of you on the social medias? Um, lioness Nam everywhere, everywhere. Nice. Lioness Nam one just word. said that for the, she, she just said yeah that. no it's okay mm. Phil it's okay <laughs> <laughs> that's Na- I hope that's not bad oh Nam. is kicking in uh-uh <laughs> Nam for Namibia Lioness Nam there we go yeah. alright thank mm-hmm. you so much for tuning in boys and girls ladies <laughs> hey to all the new listeners from Namibia consider subscribing because we do this kind of thing interview artists from all across the continent and introduce you to dope music while also talking about what's going on so check out Two Broke Twimbos on uh, whatever your uh, uh, podcast provider is subscribe drop a rating five stars would be nice you can also support us financially through patreon uh, to forward slash donate to subscribe to the patreon and uh, you can join the, the team of people that continue making this podcast possible mm-hmm. and we too we will then come visit Namibia Why is it? that means did you know mm-hmm. and uh, yeah thank you very much to everyone who support everyone who's uh, tuned in mm-hmm. uh, to broke Timbos. we're going to sign out with uh, something from uh, Lioness's brand new EP she Dance and Dance Dan, oh, you already said it. I'm already playing the song, Dan. It's in the bed. Okay. Thank you once again, Linus. Running with that, I'm your lady. Hold hands at events, got them side is crazy.